Are you ready for the RTX 3060 Super? We know what processors going into the ROG Ally and the 4070. Oh boy, price cuts. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're gonna be going over the hottest tech news I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast this Wednesday, April 19th, 2023. We're gonna start off today talking about the RTX 3060 Super, yes, the 30 series card, potentially getting a new release, except for not really. All we're finding out is that somebody has their hands on an unreleased version of the 3060. This is one of the cards that Nvidia was mulling over to release with this mid-tier chip and making it so that they actually didn't give us something that was this fast, but instead gave us something a little bit more cut down. So the BIOS that you can see on this graphics card has more CUDA cores, has slightly faster clock speeds, and would have been a faster card overall which is why it's being dubbed the 3060 Super, especially since it has 12 gigabytes of VRAM like the regular 3060 does. You can see right here the comparison between the regular 3060 and the 3060 Super. Just slightly more CUDA cores, however, the BIOS that is on this card is from December of 2020, so it doesn't look like this is a latest launch. It just looks like what could have been had Nvidia decided to not cut down what they gave us. And if you can remember, they cut down the 3060 even more recently with the 3060 8GB, potentially to prepare us for the launch of the 4060, because not only did they cut down the VRAM amount, the memory bus went down to 128 bits, which made the VRAM bandwidth only 240 gigabytes per second, to which Nvidia can say, hey, this 4060 is faster because it's 284 gigabytes per second. Don't you like the increase? Even though it's an actual decrease from what they gave us originally. It's technically an increase from what they gave us recently. Very sad, but you know who's giving you good stuff recently? Today's video sponsor Silverstone, especially if you are looking to upgrade to one of the latest GPUs, getting one of their power supplies makes a ton of sense. We recently did a build with their SX1000 power supply in this tiny case, cause it has an RTX 4090. And the SX1000 is a tiny power supply capable of delivering all of that power to the latest graphics cards. But since the SX1000 came out before the 40 series, they had to come out with new connectors for it, which is why they sent over the PPI4 EPS connector for us, which allowed us to power the 4090 no problem. But now they have the PP14 PCIe power connector, which will allow you to power any 40 series GPU you have, or anything that has the new 12VH power connector, especially if you're on one of their second generation power supplies, which spans all the way back to 2009, you can still power the latest graphics card with it. So Silverstone has you hooked up, whether you are on the second generation or on the third generation, 2009 to the present, Silverstone has a cable that will make sure that you are keeping your system powered and you don't have to necessarily upgrade your power supply, especially if you went with Silverstone. So you can click the link in the video description, check out the PP14 PCIe power connector, especially if you're looking at a 40 series upgrade or even the 4070 and the price drops, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but Silverstone should be your power supply of choice for that. And you can get the power connector in case you've held on to your Silverstone power supply this entire time. Big thanks again to Silverstone for sponsoring today's video. And big thanks to Asus for not telling us what parts they're putting in the ROG Ally handheld, but that doesn't matter because now we have leak listings showing that it's likely gonna be the Ryzen 7840 APU. This is coming from certifications that we're finding out. For the RC71L handheld console PC, the shipping manifest states that it's the Ryzen 7 7840U. However, the tricky thing is Asus has come out themselves and said that this is going to be a custom AMD chip. We just don't know in what way 
Will it be custom? Will it be clock speed? Will it be power efficiency? It's not quite clear, but there have been more leaks showing off their product page for it, where they're gonna call it a custom Ryzen Z1 series processor, but it should be based on the 7840U. You can see all of the details here with regards to the ROG Ally. The display being 500 nits, 120 hertz, 16 gigabytes of RAM, up to 512 gigs of storage, micro SD card slot, a lot of the same good things that made the Steam Deck so accessible seem to be present here. There have been rumors about the pricing on this thing that have spanned the entire gamut. I I personally suspect that this is gonna be in the neighborhood of one to $2,000. However, there have been other reports coming out with people saying that Asus is targeting $650. With 512 gigs of storage, that puts it exactly where the Steam Deck comes in with its 512 gig version, at which point this does become a Steam Deck killer. At that price point, getting those specs, that would be insane. I just personally, regardless of the rumors out there, do not see that happening simply because Asus has no way of subsidizing the cost of the console. Valve is likely taking a loss on the Steam Deck, selling it as cheap as they do. Asus doesn't have the game sales to help make up for that cost like Microsoft, Sony, or Valve would do when they're selling this hardware. So I personally don't believe it's gonna be that cheap, but I am excited to see what it comes in at. The Z1 series chip should be double the core count on the CPU. It's gonna have four more compute units of RDNA 3 compared to the RDNA 2 that's on the Steam Deck. Again, the screen's gonna be better. It's gonna be lighter. It's supposed to be cooler. It's supposed to have better battery life. This could be exciting. I'm, I really wanna see where Asus comes in on the price point because that's gonna determine how much people are gonna buy these things. But we're also getting more details on the 7940HS that that should be appearing in business laptops. And we're also getting more handheld leaks with this 7840HS and all the Ryzen 7000 APUs. So we got the AOK Zoe A1 Pro and A2 handholds being shown off, which are gonna have roughly the same processor that we're expecting with the eight core 16 threads and 12 compute unit RDNA 3. And then the INEO 2S also getting shown off with the 7840U APU where it's gonna have more heat pipes coming in at three, but roughly gonna be everything that everybody loves about the INEO 2, which is currently with Reese. Hopefully soon we should have a review coming out on that. He's been testing it by himself with an eGPU, switching over to Windows, trying out the iNeo 2. We'll have a full robust review of that here on UFD Tech soon. And Microsoft looks like they're gonna have a robust AI processor that they're building in-house. This is on top of all of the work that they've been doing with OpenAI. It looks like they're partnering with TSMC to make a five nanometer chip, something that they've been in development on since 2019. They're codenaming it Athena, but especially with all of the AI generation that they're doing, having their own chips to help accelerate this would help to make sure that they're not as dependent on companies like NVIDIA or otherwise to actually run all of this services that they're trying to provide. But one of the services Microsoft is providing that I find quite helpful is their new live caption feature that they rolled out in the latest 22H2 update in Windows 11, which allows you to get captions of things that are occurring on your computer. This can include video games, movies, a whole bunch of other stuff, but Windows live captions now works on games with missing subtitle features or subtitles that might not be robust enough. This is obviously a great accessibility feature. Microsoft's been paving the way in accessibility for quite some time.
time when it comes to gaming. I love to see this rolling out and Amazon also doing something slightly good for accessibility or just regular viewing pleasure to begin with because they are rolling out dialogue boost for their original TV shows and movies, which will allow you to boost the dialogue in TV shows, especially with the audio mastering that's been happening in Hollywood or TV shows lately. I feel like this is a necessary feature and then it's also even more necessary for those who are hard of hearing and this being for the accessibility side of things. Amazon saying that it's AI powered, which I'm not sure necessarily has to be because there's audio mastering techniques that can make clear vocals without AI. But of course, that's the latest buzzword that you need to see. And the latest buzzword that I need is UFD deals. Reese, you didn't give us anything yesterday. We got the beautiful coffee. I need the deals today. Yo, welcome back to UFD deals, bringing the hottest tech deals out on the internet. I'm going to Wednesday on straight into these deals. I don't know what that means, but let's go with it. Because first up, we have the EVGA X01 capture card. Perfect for 1080p 60fps capture with up to 4K 60HDR pass-through. You can currently pick one up for only $79.99 with the promo code, making it up to $110 off. But then if you're not into capturing screens and you kind of just want a whole little bunch of them, then the Elgato Stream Deck XL with its 32 macro keys might be for you. It's currently going for only $199.99, which is $50 off. I had to include this because these things almost never go on sale. And then speaking of screens, this has the best screen I've ever seen in a device. There's kind of like a pseudo clearance going on in the Apple iPad Pros, specifically the M1 models, which honestly is way more than enough for a tablet. You can currently pick up the two terabyte 12.9 inch iPad Pro with Wi-Fi and cellular for only $1,599.99, which is $800 off. But be sure to check up and down the model list because you might find something that's better suited for you. The discounts range from $400 to $800, so you might find something that's, you know, just in the sweet spot. And that's it. Those are the deals for today. You can find these and more linked in the video description down below. But until next time, I'm going to hand you off back to Brett for the rest of your hot news. Cheers. Thank you, Reese. But Reddit has said no more to the deals on its API, especially as AI is being rampant. They believe that a lot of their data and a lot of the things that Reddit is used for is being used to train AI models, and they want to put a stop to that. So they are going to start charging for the access to their API to make sure that their data is valuable. With the CEO of Reddit saying that the Reddit corpus of data is really valuable, but we don't need to give all of that value to some of the largest companies in the world for free. Additionally, saying that it's a good time for us to tighten things up. We think that's fair, especially as Reddit is trying to go public later this year and debut in an IPO. This makes a lot of sense for them to try to extract more value out of people to find a way to profitability. But one of the companies that's likely wanting to try to steal all that data is Elon Musk's upcoming Truth GPT, which Elon Musk is saying is going to be part of the AI revolution. He does admit that he's getting off to a late start, but Truth GPT is supposed to prioritize maximum truth-seeking AI that tries to understand the nature of the universe and hopefully does more harm than good, which I don't even know what that means, who decides what truth is or what the AI is spitting out is actually true or not. You do need to have some sort of de determination of all of that happening, but Elon Musk deciding that he no longer wants to be part of OpenAI or anything that's going on there. So he's starting his own company. We are obviously talked about Twitter buying tens of thousands of GPUs from Nvidia. And so it does look like AI is the latest hotness where you're gonna be buying a lot of products for it. But the previous hotness was crypto, Web3, all of that. You remember those days? Yeah, they're long gone. And Intel is finding out that, hey, probably shouldn't have done that because they are now canceling their Bitcoin miner. Do you remember that Intel had something called the Bonanza miner, which was for mining Bitcoin? They did. They, they, Kyler, did you know Intel had a Bitcoin miner? I did. You did? Yeah. From Hot News? Yeah. Woo. Woo. 
but they're done. They're killing that crypto chip. They're discontinuing it. They're leaving it open that they might come back to this sometime in the future, but they are end of lifing the block scale 1000 series ASIC, which was always a really weird thing. They came in way too late. I think it was 2019, 2020 when we first heard rumors of Intel doing it. It wasn't until late 2021, early 22 that we saw them doing it, which by that point was just not a good point in the life cycle. And especially as Bitcoin is kind of resurging right now, it's just past $30,000 recently. Intel seems to be getting off the train at a time when it looks like it's continuing forward. I don't know what's happening here. Why Intel ever got into the crypto game remains a mystery to me. I would have made more sense for them to make the ASIC that other companies were putting in their miner rather than them coming out with their own miner that they were selling to people. I don't know. Let me know what you think of all that down below in the comments. But also another thing that didn't make a whole lot of sense was Instagram not allowing you to link out to more than one link on your profile. And then companies had to be invented to fix that, like Linktree or Linkpop or whatever it was where you needed to link to your goods that you're trying to provide on social media. Instagram finally fixing that. You can get up to five links on your Instagram bio so that you can link out to all of your good stuff. This helps a lot of people on social media. This helps a lot of businesses for providing more value, but I don't know if this is necessarily relatable to the everyday person. Did you need more links on your Instagram? Let me know down below in those comments. But do you need more inches or more frames or more hertz? Because AUO wants to provide that to you. At the Touch Taiwan trade show, they showed off a heckin' ton of good stuff, including a super ultra wide that's gonna be 5120 by 1440 and come in at 360 hertz. And then they're also offering a 24 inch 1080p display at 540 hertz, additionally showing off a 17.3 inch transparent micro LED notebook panel. AUO's kind of done this thing where they show off really good technology at these trade shows. Whether or not it trickles down to consumer products typically is not under the AUO brand, but the technology marching forward and them showing off that we're capable of displaying things like this. I wanna see where this goes. That's 540 Hertz, my goodness, which is what I've been saying about the RTX 4070. From day one, I've been saying that it looks like Nvidia did not have have a great spectacular launch with this card. And now there are further sources that seem to be substantiating that, including the fact that in an unlikely move, which it's very likely considering the circumstances, but you couldn't have predicted this six months ago. Nvidia might be discounting the RTX 4070 already by 50 bucks. According to Igor's lab, the 4070 has been selling like, what? Kyler, what's the opposite of hotcakes? Cold brownies. Cold brownies. No, I'd still want a cold brownie. They've been selling very poorly, and so NVIDIA is considering giving a $50 rebate to AIB partners to help subsidize the cost of the card so that they can drop the MSRP to $549 at retail. NVIDIA is not going to officially drop the price because that would communicate weakness, disconnection from your consumer base, and probably wouldn't look good to your shareholders that you probably don't know how to sell your actual current graphics card that's supposed to be the biggest volume mover, but then turned out to be a complete flop. It just would look bad overall. Thankfully, you have me here at Hot News to tell you that's exactly what's happening. NVIDIA is disconnected from the consumer. They're not selling very well, and they probably should have come in. Not even at 549 do I believe that this card is actually worth it with all of the cut downness that they've brought to it. This thing needs to be at 499 or below with all of the compromises, and don't even get me started on the RTX 4060 Ti. But according to Igor's lab, it's not quite clear when these price cuts are going to start taking place. NVIDIA is discussing this with AIB partners to help 
12 discounted on their side. When it comes out to retail, remains to be seen. It likely would take place with whoever wants to jump the gun first. There's some reports that they might not want to do it too close to the 4060 Ti launch, or they would want to do it too close depending on their methodology and how they do it, but they also don't want to collude on all of this. It's hard to say, but Igor's lab also coming out with the 4060 Ti details with regards to launch dates, etc. but that this card's supposed to have 160 watt TGP, which means that we likely will not be seeing anything with three slot or three fan coolers is likely going to be a two slot, two fan card, which does make a whole lot of sense. But the 4070 never really made much sense at 599. It looks like Nvidia is paying the price. They're going to be paying their AIB partners to drop the price. Let me know, 549, is that enough? I personally say no. I think it needs to be 499. I want to hear from you down below in the comments. Is this is this the move you were expecting? I'm not surprised that they had to drop the price this quickly. It was it was a bad launch for them. At least based on everything I saw. Let me know what you think down below in the comments. I'll let you know. I'll be back here for more of the hottest tech news tomorrow, my friends. What Kyler, what's the opposite of hotcakes? Cold brownies? Cold brownies. No, I'd still want a cold brownie. You asked for the opposite. What's the opposite of a cake? A brownie? I feel like brownie's adjacent to cake. An upside down cake? A dirt cake. Mud pie. But that's, is a pie the opposite of cake? Yep, and it's in the ground. I still want a pie. Do you want a mud pie though? I might. Catlin, include however much of that's relevant.